somebody's joke. Whoa. Whoa. What the fuck was I about to say? I don't know. What? <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? And welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly AOE sports podcast. This is episode 223 for the week of February 20th, 2022. Title of this episode is Benching Pistola. And uh, before we get into anything, before we even do introductions as to who the fuck we are, I just want to say, because I'm a man of my word, and in case anything happens, I want to own up to shit that I say and mistakes that I make. And basically, I was wrong. I was dead ass wrong about uh, roster mania and what has happened. Um, And, Will, I see you're reading Justin's comment right there and holding that up. Um but yeah, I was wrong. I did not think a top four team. Hell, I didn't think a top any team in the top eight realistically were going to be making any roster changes. And uh, there was a big one that I did not see coming, and we're going to be talking about that later in the show, along with uh, the other roster changes that have taken place as well. Um, but before we get into any of that, my name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. And, Will, before I introduce you, um, I also want to say, shout out the uh, – move this over for a second – I want to shout out the GT Halo uh, Foundations collection because I'm rocking the one of the shirts that you can get. Um, so if you also want to get your hand on this shirt or another part of the collection, go to GT Halo's Twitter, at GT Halo on Twitter, and uh, you can find a link to that merch collection in their Twitter. Um, this week, obviously, I'm joined by the man in the... The sweatshirt of the organization of which of shall not be named. Uh, yep. I'm just kidding. The man in the optic gaming sweatshirt, Will, aka I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? I'm I'm all right. Uh, I'm the one who caused the, the the show to be a little late today. Apologize for that. It's okay. Things happen. Um, yes, I thought with the with the the big news that dropped, I I thought I'd rep the optic gaming sweatshirt just because. You did. Um, well, I shouted out GT Halo's merch uh, just sh- a little bit ago. Uh, there's also another piece of merch I want to shout out. Okay. Um, if you guys are paying attention to our Lappy Toppies, you may see right here smack dab in the middle, we got an HTS Protox sticker on there because we have uh, stickers in the Protox store. You can go check out exclamation point merch in the chat. I believe that link works. Or you can go to htsprotalk.com, click the merch button in the top right corner. Will also has a sticker on his laptop as well. So if you want to get your hands on some stickers, you know I love stickers a lot, uh, feel free to do so. And like I said, if that if that uh, command does not work, then by all means go to htsprotalk.com. Um, before we get into what's coming up on this week's episode of the show, I want to shout out some people who are turning in live right now. Lunchy, welcome back. It's good to see you. Uh, Justin, welcome back. And Fang to Terror, welcome back as well. Um, and, Antretos? And, Antritos? I don't know how to pronounce your name, and I apologize, but thank you for the follow. And Eric with the resub, the 12-monther to be exact. Thank you so much for the resub. You get a woo! And I'll do shout-outs at the end of the show as well. But before we kick things off, I want to let people know that we love them. It says, putting the kids to bed as usual, here to lurk. Happy anniversary. Keep up the good work, Will and Josh. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you so much. What's up, Turo? Welcome back as well. Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? (laughs) What are you we have tons of tournament announcements from the community. There are a fuck ton. Um, the HCSNA Open Series Confusion, Backlash, and then Resolution 
which all took place in like the, the span of a day. I mean, hey, it was great to see it resolve so quickly. That's something we haven't been able to say much in terms of this game in a little bit. So good to see that happen, especially within our community. Love it. Um, the HTS Mexico and Australia New Zealand super clarification. Uh, we're going to read an article that comes from our friends over at NewCombo.com. NewCombo.com. Uh, Roster Mania has officially begun. And Will, fun fact for you. I almost named this episode Roster Mania because what I was planning on doing was when we when we talk, like say what the title of the episode is, I was going to go, Roster! I was going to do oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I didn't do it. Uh, tournaments are recapped. Our topic of optic benching Pistola. Then we have a mediocre update on an upcoming Halo Infinite update. The CDL Major number one bracket has been revealed. And we round out the show with, of course, some video games. So without further ado, Will, let's get into some competitive news. Tournament announcements. There's there's a few. Trippy tournament and, uh, series announcement. This is by Trippy. I'm happy to announce that I partnered with First Blood to start my own Halo Infinite tournament series. The first tournament coming up is a $1,000. 2v2. Tuesday, February 22nd. That's tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can sign up at the link provided in the Google Doc of the show. It's so the show exclamation point show notes in chat. And you can tag your duo. Again, that's tomorrow. But there also is something else that's happening tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Because the Money Tuesday show match has been announced. It's by Louis V. Titan, of course. 2-22-22 Money Tuesday show match. Renegade and Stellar going up against Lucid and Trippy. Two, uh, a, a pair of unbelievable duos. Yeah, it's going to be insane. It is. Uh, of course, it's Money Tuesday partner with First Blood. $1,000 winner take all on Tuesday, February 22nd at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv forward slash Louis V. Titan. Might have to you know, sneak a stream at work here tomorrow. Maybe, just maybe, you know, <laughs> because it, it it should be noted here. If you, if you were paying attention when I read through both of those, you may have noticed that Trippy is playing in the Money Tuesday show match. And then right thereafter is his tournament series, also by First Blood. They're back to back. So if you didn't get enough Tuesday action, there's some right after that. Xbox announces FanFest tournaments for North America and EU. This is by NoobGabbo.com. Celebrating this year's FanFest, Xbox is hosting two online $25,000 2v2 tournament series for the North American, Mexico included, and European regions. The series will be made up of ladder matches, weekly qualifiers, and a season finale. Ladder matches will take place on Thursdays and Fridays. The top eight teams from each day's ladder will secure a spot in the weekly qualifier, and the top four teams from the first two weekly qualifiers and the top eight teams from the third weekly qualifier will advance to the series finale. So here is a quick breakdown. Ladder matches, February 24th and 25th, March 3rd and 4th, March 10th and 11th. Top eight from day one are seated one through eight in the weekly qualifier. Top eight from day two, 9th through 16th in the weekly qualifier. First will take on 400 bucks, second 250, third 150, and team with the most matches played $40. That's cool. You're getting a little bonus there, you know? Um, for EU, it begins at 3 p.m. GMT and ends at 8 p.m. GMT. North America begins at 2 p.m. PST and ends at 7 p.m. PST. Weekly qualifiers double ELIM, as a matter of fact. February 26th, the top four teams seeded one through four in the series finale. 
March 5th, the top four teams are seeded 5th through 8th in the series finale. And March 12th, the top eight teams are seeded 9th through 16th in the series finale. So again, 4, 4, and 8 makes 16. There you go. Math. EU begins at 12 p.m. GMT and North America begins at 11 a.m. PST. Series finale, again, double ELIM. March 19th, EU begins at 12 p.m. GMT. North America begins at 11 a.m. PST. First, we'll take home $7,000. Second, $4,000. Third, $3,000. Fourth, $2,000. And fifth through eighth, $1,000 apiece. Not bad, if I do say so myself, for some twos action. To be eligible to compete, players must register their, uh, for Xbox FanFest and then at smash.gg with the code they receive. One player per team is required to stream their matches on Twitch with VODs enabled, and all players must join the Xbox Plays Discord. So again, if you are going to compete, at least one of you needs to stream to be eligible at all with VODs enabled. Don't fucking cheat, little bitch. Next up. <laughs> This is fucking awesome. Lady Spartan Pro Series powered by UMG Gaming has been announced. This is again by noobgabo.com. UMG Gaming has announced the launch of the Lady Spartan Pro Series, a $20,000 4v4 tournament series dedicated to female players. The tournament series is restricted in North America and will follow a format similar to the HCS Pro Series with open qualifiers and finals. The open qualifiers have a 32-team cap and will be played until the top eight teams are determined. Those teams will then play out the rest of the tournament in the finals. Each tournament will have a $2,500 prize pool and will also award pro points based on placings. That's fucking cool. The season will conclude with the grand finals, which will feature the top eight teams by pro points and have a $10,000 prize pool. So here is how this breaks down. March 5th, you have open number one. March 12th, you have finals number one. March 19th, open number two. March 26th, finals number two. April 15th, open number three. April 16th, finals number three. And May 7th, open number four. May 14th, finals number four, with the grand finals taking place on May 21st and 22nd. Well, let's talk about surveys. You like surveys? Sure. All right. Well, you have a little bit longer to fill out a survey that you and I did not receive. But for you procrastinators out there, we have some good news. The survey window has been extended until February 25th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. If you haven't submitted yet, we have one more week to give your feedback on HCS maps and modes. In other words, no, you don't have a week because this came out earlier. So you have four days by the time we're recording this show. Okay. So get the fuck on that. If you have yet to complete your survey, if you got sent one, this is for pro series players, by the way, we're, I, I'm not like, I'm not crying that we didn't receive it because we never competed in the pro series This is for pro series players. HCS Kansas city update. This is by Tashi with Anaheim in the books. The team is now focused on the supers. And of course the Kansas city major. We're heads down on getting any information regarding COVID protocols, ticketing, and team passes. That should be available in the next few weeks, a.k.a. March. Okay, so stay tuned. HCS Partnerships Update by Flamesword and Tashi. Flamesword asks, any update about org partnerships? Because obviously, status quo wants to get the fuck in there. Tashi replied with, applications are going live by the end of this month, February. Which means you got seven days, Tashi. HCS North American Open Series update. This is by Chig and Hines. Chig asks, who is the coach for United, for those who don't know. Pro teams excluded in these? Don't see any pro series or anything at all until Kansas City. Including Hines in that. And Hines replied with, all teams can play, pro teams included. Okay? 
So even pro teams are eligible to play in these open series events. Now we saw a couple instances of not, not that not really mattering because one or two of them just dropped out during the event that took place over the weekend because it, it really isn't necessary if you have if you have the points necessary and you placed well enough at um Anaheim then I think it doesn't matter but regardless oh speaking about North American Open Series because this shit never ends um there's an update number two by face it for the next four HCS Open Series events all top eight matches will be played as best of fives So Spartan got what the fuck he wanted. Finally. The top eight matches are played on Thursdays, so all North American Open Series matches on the following dates will be best of five. February 24th, March 3rd, March 17th, and March 24th. Nono says it affects seating between regions. Thank you. HCS North American Open Series Backlash. Here we fucking go, baby! Nothing like some drama in the motherfucking scene! So... Here was the original tweet, Will, from, oh, yeah. from oh, yeah, Face yeah. It. Yeah, you know about all this. Chat, we're going to fill you in. Listeners at home, we're going to fill you in. Okay? Not sexually. I'm not going to fill you Whoa. in. Okay? You, had, you took it there, all right? Let's call, I may have, but let's calm down. I know there's a couple of people out there who listen to this show be like, oh, fill me in. Yeah, daddy. I'm like, I'm not your daddy. I'm not going to fill you in. All right? That's what, that's what Philip DeFranco should do. He always says, like, you just been filled in. Like, yeah, you're going to fill me in, Phil. So this show got really sexual all of a sudden. We are explicit for a reason. Not uh, that reason, but, you know, <laughs> I swear a lot. That's really <laughs> off the rails. All right. HCS North American Open Series Backlash. The original tweet from Face It stated, update on the next HCS, uh, four HCS Open Series events. The following open series events will be two-day events with the tournament starting on Saturdays and finishing on Sundays. So it was going to be, again, this isn't happening anymore, but it was going to be February 19th and 20th, February 26th and 27th, March 12th and 13th, and March 19th and 20th. Okay? So then they gave out an update. And it states, North American format update. All open series events starting this weekend will move to a two-day format. So, I mean, it was already like that, but the days have just changed a little bit. So, day one is on Sundays. Day two is on Thursdays. The events will start Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern time and will continue up until the top eight have been decided. The top eight will be played on Thursday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So, for those who are unaware of the Pro Series right? You'd have the entire open series event take place on like, what was it? Was it Sunday? Yeah. Right. It was a Sunday. Yeah. And then you'd have the pro series that same week on that Thursday. So it sounds like instead of the, because we don't have pro series events leading up to KC, it sounds like we're just splitting the open into that. And hence why pro teams are invited as well. If they wanted to compete. But Heinz also gave some information on this, a little bit update, if you will. So Heinz, thank you for this as well. He states, hey, all open series tournaments will continue to begin on Sundays and the top eight will be played on Thursdays. We heard your feedback and want to make sure we get things right. Our goal is and always will be to have as many players competing as possible with a strong experience. 
First, the simple reason for two days versus one day is that a double elimination tournament, which we believe to be the best format for the ecosystem, requires two days to complete with the massive turnout that we expect from North America. We've talked about this before. That totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like trying to have, now people will argue, well, why don't you just start it earlier in the day if you want to just do it all in one day? Well, it's not just the players who you have to keep into consideration here. It's all the it's all the personnel behind the scenes that are trying to make sure this continues to run smoothly. Um, and then so on and so forth. All online double elimination tournaments in North America to date have taken two days to fully complete. And the furthest HCS has advanced a tournament in a single day is the top eight. Completing from, to, uh, com yeah, completing from top eight requires an estimated six plus hours of competition. We understand the community's desire to have the tournament completed within a day. However, given the choice between two full around eight hour days and one marathon 16 hour day that extends into the early morning, we feel that the two day option is best for the players and the ecosystem. We understand that the change to Saturday was jarring and affected a lot of you. We wanted to correct this as soon as possible. The way to do that was to continue to begin the open tournaments on Sunday and then finish them out on Thursday. What you're used to from the pro series. Oh, we'll continue to monitor results and feedback as the season progresses. Thank you. It's understandable. And from, from my perspective, it's understandable. I, I, if I was a competitor who was used to competing in one day, I yeah. mean, it might suck because maybe you just blocked out that one day for it. But on the other hand, running back to back, you know, two eight hour shifts basically to complete a tournament from a, you know, admin perspective sounds ridiculous. It sounds like a pain in the fucking ass. Right. And like we, I mean, even with the pro series, when onset casted, right. Remember <clears throat> onset casted and it went until like, till like 3 a.m. And then he had an apex tournament. He had to be up for in like a few hours. Right. And Gaskin in that same light was already overseas. Yeah. And so he was like going into well into his normal morning. Yeah. It was like 8 a.m. for him. It's, it was insane. Like it, it's just, it, it's not, it's not feasible. You're having 300, 400 plus teams sign up each week to be in these events. Like it's not really feasible so. if we're being honest with ourselves. So shout out to Heinz. Um, and the HCS team for getting this figured out in such short notice. Um, obviously, I, I, I'm not here to fucking, I'm not here to brown nose, right? It, obviously, we all would have loved if none of this would have happened in the first place. Like, let's be real. But uh, the fact of the matter is, it did happen. They they received the backlash. They got it. And they changed it as soon as they possibly could. I mean, uh, on the other hand, if the other thing that, they could do, which I hope they never do, is start limiting the amount of signups. Sure. Right? Because then you can predict how a tournament or how long a tournament will run. Right. But you want everyone to compete that could possibly compete. And that's why we're doing these open double elim events. It's what Halo has always been. Right. And now top eight being best of five. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing, too, is that the backlash, a lot of the backlash came from the fact that this was announced so close to that tournament date. Yeah. Like no, they didn't give basically any heads like advanced notice as this was going to take going to be taking place. So people who had their schedules already figured out to compete, it, they kind of got fucked. So that's that's where the bulk of the backlash came from was that there was a really lack of a heads up. So I'm not saying do this again but later, but there's some context too. Yeah. Um 
And then finally, the final news story that we have here is the guide to the HCS Australia, New Zealand, and Mexico super, super tournaments. This is by, again, noobcombo.com. Doing some great write-ups over there, guys. Keep it up. The North American regional is over, and now it is time for the Australia, New Zealand, and Mexico region's super tournaments. For those who might not know what a super is, think of it as an online regional championship. Below, you can find the date, uh, the information about the upcoming super tournaments for Australia, New Zealand, and Mexico. So the dates. For Australia, New Zealand, the super qualifier, top two teams will qualify for pool play. It's on Sunday, February 20th. It already took place. We'll talk about the results later on in the show. And then the super open bracket will be on the 27th at 12 p.m. AEDT. And then super pool play and the champ bracket will take place from Friday, March 4th through Sunday, March 6th. Okay. Um, it's basically the same exact thing for Mexico. So Mexico, the super qualifier, which has already taken place, which we'll read through the results later on in the show. The top two teams qualified for pool play that already happened. The open bracket will be on Sunday again, February 27th at 10 a.m. CST. And then super pool play and champ bracket will be from Friday, March 4th through Sunday, March 6th. Okay. So you have two major tournaments to watch and pay attention to over that weekend. Um, for Mexico and Australia and New Zealand. So make sure you're watching those. We'll see if one of these top teams can be dethroned. Maybe. I doubt it, but maybe. Um, and thank you so much, Brian. It's good to see you too. Um, the format. It's online. Okay, we already talked about that. 4v4, mm -hmm. duh. Open bracket, the top two teams qualify for pool play. Third and fourth qualify for losers round one of champ bracket. Okay. Pool play is single round robin, best of five series. Don't worry that best of three shit. <laughs> Championship bracket, 10 teams, double elimination, best of five series until the best of seven grand finals. All players must stream their matches. Okay. And here's your prize pool. Again, this is for both regions. Uh, and think about this in the equivalent of the currency that you, if it's, I mean, yeah. First place, $20,000 and 15,000 HCS points. Second place, $11,000 and 9,000 HCS points. Third, $6,000 and 6,600 HCS points. Fourth, $4,000 and 5,400 HCS points. Fifth through sixth, take home $2,000 a piece and 4,800 HCS points. Seventh through eighth, take home $1,500 a piece and 4,200 HCS points. And finally, ninth through 10th, take home a grand a piece and 3,500 HCS points. That is it for your competitive motherfucking news. Will's going to take out his laptop, too. When he's not taking out mics with his hat, he's taking out laptops with his hands. You throwing hands, Will? Maybe the laptop should work better. Oh, <laughs> you fucking just tell it. Uh, your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for Halo Esports needs. They have merch, too, you can buy. That they do. They do. On Monday, February 21st, that's today, the HCS... I'll say it properly. The HCS FFA series for North America, Europe, Mexico, and Australia and New Zealand are all taking place or have already taken place just depending upon the region that you're in. On Tuesday, February 22nd, we have the Louis V. Titans Money Tuesday show match and the First Blood and Trippy $1,000 team doubles tournament. Wednesday, February 23rd, we have the Calgary Halo Wild Wild West Wednesdays. 
Thursday, February 24th, we have the Please Boss Man Halo Infinite 4v4, the G Fuel Mount Up Halo Infinite 4v4, the Xbox Fan Fest ladder matches for North America and EU. And on Friday, February 25th, we have the First Blood and Shady 4v4 series, the First Blood and King J 4v4, the LFTG Halo Infinite 2v2, and the EGL Master Chief Cup number 10. On Saturday, February 26th, we have the Spirit of Combat 4v4 LAN, the Telespes Japan Halo Infinite 2v2 Rookies Tournament, the Penn Halo 4v4 Draft Tournament, and the Xbox Fan Fest Qualifier number one for North America and EU. And finally, on Sunday, February 27th for the week, we have the Michigan Halo League Open number one, the HCS Australia New Zealand Super Tournament Open Bracket, and the Mexico Super Tournament Open Bracket, and finally, the HCS Open Series for EU and NA, the top eight for, wait, never mind. That's, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I am dumb. I'm dumb. The thing I forgot to mention was on Thursday, the 24th, is the top eight from the open series that just took place in North America. The top eight will complete. That's it for your upcoming turn of the week, presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for Halo Sports needs. Well, this next segment is what I was going to title the show, but I didn't. So, Will, what do we have next? Roster Mania. Oh, yes. here we go. Yes. We'll start off with Morga. He posts the gift. And you know which one. The gift? The gif. Gif. However the fuck you want to say it. It's a gift to him, though. It's a gift to him. You he, know? You know, contract sign. And he says, so excited thing. to represent these guys. This is going to be a good year. Let's get it. And he posts a little purple devil sign or emoji. Um, As they all do. But doesn't say who he signed with, right? Nope. And I I looked, and uh, it didn't look like he had a new tweet up today. So, I mean, in regards to the org that he signed with, so I have no idea. So, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. We will. Next up, Rob the Turtle leaves complexity. And uh, there's a little bit of text here that we'll read. So, he states, Wanted to update everyone and let people know I'm stepping down from complexity's Halo team. After returning from HCS Anaheim, where our team had a great time competing despite placing top 16, I was tired, in quite a lot of physical pain, and had so much to think about. I took a red eye home Sunday night so I could work Monday, which was a disaster. As a, and as my lifeless body worked on Monday, I asked myself, do I really want to do this? As many know, I work full-time, and my career is very important to me. I have a wife and an expensive mortgage that I have to maintain. Since November... Triton and I set out to go pro and be the best players we could be. And by and large, we had some decent success. However, as time has gone on, it has become clear that my responsibilities are too much to balance with competing full-time. And it was, a, was completely sucking the life out of me. Scheduled scrims five times a week, plus open series, pro series, and live events is an unsustainable schedule for someone who works full-time. My performance at Anaheim was solid, and I'm not stepping back because I don't have the gunny to hang more. So I don't have the drive or will to dedicate myself further. My teammates are all goats and I, <clears throat> I want them to succeed. I don't want my lack of energy or drive to be reason. The team fails. Thus, I made a hard decision to sit back and let them pick someone up who can dedicate themselves fully to the cause. I will remain a sub for complexity halo in the event. They need someone due to personal emergencies, COVID, whatever. This also doesn't mean I'm completely disappearing from halo. I plan on sticking around for fun. Rather than to be the best. Much love, Halo community. Until next time. <clears throat> so Rob the Turtle's leaving. For now. For now. 
Um, built by gamers. Looks like Nebula's out. Do we know a replacement? Not I don't yet. think we do. Not yet. Unless somebody has intel. Maddie. <laughs> um, I think Maddie says betting on vitality. I'm, I'm assuming that's the Morga post. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Blackhand Gaming. It is now J Gravity, Guinness, Cortex, and Nebula. So Nebula leaves built by gamers is now in um, uh, Blackhand Gaming, and Sylvanic is then out from Blackhand. Um, next up, Esports Arena Blue. This is going to be Eli Elite, Fluriously, the Gold Star BR, and JK7. And then status quo with a question mark? Because I don't know if this is who they're going to stick with. Right. Gumplexity, D-Clutch, uh, Nesty, and Flamesword. Maddie says, what was, with, what was the question? Oh, whether or not you knew... Um, who built by gamers picked up if you had that Intel, that's it. And I was just giving you shit. Then I was hoping that your DMS are going to be flooded with, you know who it is, you know, just because I'm an asshole like that uh, to you. <laughs> Love you, Maddie. Also. So before we continue, uh, we're not talking about the, the pistola thing now. Um, that's going to be our topic. So we'll talk about that after the tournament league recaps. So yeah, stick around if you want info on that. Um, yeah, that's, that does it for Rostermania so far. We'll say to be continued later in the show. Oh yeah. And throughout the season because, oh yeah, of course. Shit's never going to end. Um, all right, well, shall we get into some tournament league recaps? Uh, and this is where I would say we talk about scrim recaps, but not a lot of notable scrims have taken place. So, um, but if you want all scrim information, please check everything out over at Halo Data Hive. Um, he is continually updating that website with more and more information that he's able to that he's just able to cram into there um, and using the resources that are available to him with Halo's uh, lackluster API at this point in time for infinite. Um, so hopefully things get opened up further for more stat tracking, but uh, he's doing God's work over there. So please go over to halo data um, and you can check out not only all scrim recaps, but you can check out so much more, including your personal infinite stats. So please go and do so. Um, and Turo asks before we, continue on uh in relation to roster mania says any news on space station gaming um no and maddie exactly says that elamite said that they don't have any plans to make any changes but we all know that could change if there's ever a team (laughs) they literally didn't win a pool play match they Hey, maybe they're sticking by your uh, your method. Try to stick it out and work things out. Yeah. It's just, man, they all... That team is something, man. That team's something. Fire-ass merch, though. I'll say that. Always. Always. So, yeah, for all your scrim recap uh, information, along with uh, personal sets, if you're looking for that, halodatahive.com. Will, what happened with the tournament league recaps, though, for the last week? All right, we'll start off with the HCS FFA series. Week five results out of Mexico. Uh, Mambo number fat. In eighth place, Visions. Seventh, Pool God. Sixth, Silence. Fifth, Bionic. Fourth, Lure. Uh, third, Reaper Rips. Second, Dolan. And uh, first went to Magico. Out of Australia, New Zealand. In eighth place, we had Samuel 17th. Seventh, Restricted. Sixth, Bane. 
Um, and fifth was Bro Jared. Fourth, Sleeping AU. Third, Tarnsky. Second, Sways. And first, went to Struct. Uh, to do EU region. Eighth, went to Glory GG's. Seventh, Alien NJ. Sixth, Kimbo. Fifth, Warlord. Fourth, is it Moe's? Mm-hmm. Uh, third, Chick. Second, went to Wolfius. And first, went to Legend. And then out of North America, eighth, Schaefer. Seventh, Mudshot. Sixth, Dakota. Fifth, Deedle. Fourth, Fate. Third, Porky J. Second, Mortality. And first went to Darren H2. See, so just easy name, Darren. Darren. Um, we did have the Calgary Halo Wild West Wednesdays, 2v2 Wild results. Wild West. In fifth, in eight, fifth through eighth. They just grouped them all together. Fifth through eighth, we had Sizzle Sticks, which included Fast Wolf Micro and The Amazing C4. We had 343 Guilty Sparkles. Coming which, back, baby. Which was Tools and, I'm going to say Gunny. Now, what is that? G-U-W-E-Y? Gooey? 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 Might be gooey. Sure. Uh, Next up, West Coast Express. Um, <laughs> Ashamand and Elite Elite Maunder. And then Exit Strat, uh, which was Exit Strat and Matthias Numbers and Numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Matthias Numbers. Uh, next up, Tor- Torrent in third, fourth was Aperture in. Us, and then Timmy Horton's Exploits and Sacrifice. That's a nice little Canadian reference there. Timmy Horton's, yep. Yeah, Tim Horton's. Uh, MSLF went to Moosh and Hot Shot Ghost. And first went to Too Easy. Must have been Too Easy for them. And it was Piggy X and Fate ZD. You know what's funny? When, you, when I first looked at the graphic for this, when I saw the second place team name, I immediately like just thought MILF. It's the first thing that just <laughs> popped in my head. And then I read it, and I'm like, that's an S. Nice. Yep. That's why I kept it in my brain and didn't project it. But then I projected Until it, and now. now I realize how dumb it sounds. Here to fill you in. Next up, we have the LFTG Halo Infinite 2v2. And fifth through eighth, again, the Beasties, which was Miss Smiles and Gary Snacks. Next up, SXR, uh, Dopest and Imperial Odor? Door? Imperial Door? Door? All right. It's Door. The, it's uh, Door. Fear No Man, also in fifth through eighth, was El Ringo and... What? Omniscient Eyes. <laughs> Omniscient Eyes. Okay. Uh, this one is... it's. Is it ape with like five E's? I think so. (laughs) Uh, The young Axel and Xeno exit. Xeno. It's (laughs) Xeno. This is fun. Next up unnoticed. uh, I give up. (laughs) I just give up. Come on. You got this. Macro. Fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Mac a fucker. 
What is our gamer tag? M D A M A A and then M Mac Macabre. I think it's Macabre. Macabre. Either way, fuck it. I like uh, Mac a fucker. I like that one. Can can you change your name to that? Uh, Next up, Jumpman. Third and also in third, fourth, Pyretic and. Why am I having? I don't know. You got this. What is that? What do you think that is? I don't know. Uh, Megadians. 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 It's like it's if the, not, it's if, not my guardians. It's Megadians. No, it's like if that blue dude from Episode One of Star Wars, with the like the, uh, the fucking dude that like the, that flies that had Anakin in his oh mouth. oh yeah, the the guy that was like name. with the pottery. Megadians. That could be it. Also, um. Uh, Maddie's like, I want, when I saw Imperial door, I wonder if they're referencing the door in star Wars that the stormtrooper hits his head on. Possibly. When she says, I love hearing you guys try and pronounce names. This is, I, this is all him. God, this is all God, his God, fucking, God. this is all his shit right now. My <laughs> In second place of the LFDG weekly two V two. It was Sarium, And that was a team of Ampium and Nexi sour. And then Team Torrent in first was Aperture and Hotshot Ghost. I can say those names. Let's go. <laughs> it, just, it just took to get to the first place team. I can wow. say those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Next up, cum- Community Gaming. <laughs> oh, I'm all off my rocker today. Holy <laughs> shit. Community Gaming, Halo Infinite, 4 before results. You know, I read ahead and then my, my mouth it's did not. okay. I'm going to go with the top four here because I need your help. In fourth place, Rebel. It was Lure, Laylocks, Strikey, and Rorch. And third went to Ebenezer Gaming. It was uh, FR Warrior X. Uh, Freakid? I'm going to go with Magic Man. and It's Mega Man. Oh, Mega Man? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it is. And then dual dead zombie. Yeah. Second place went to not Providence. LOL. Uh, it was hectic. Brian. Wait, Brian or Kevin. Okay. Um, what do you prefer? Trensic and, and noble. I wonder if it's like brothers who share an Xbox. It could be. You're either playing or with maybe Brian this person just or Kevin doesn't, care whether he's called brian or kevin split personality huh oh man could be like could be a fucking fight club situation <laughs> oh shit oh wait. i already broke the full first rule my bad first place went to pittsburgh knights gambino drift tapping buttons and atso who would have guessed that next up we have the cgl battle on zeta halo 4 before results in fourth place was team dead inside third went to adl red second ignis esports and first noise no, noise. Did you just say noise? Noise. <laughs> no ice. Noise. Noise. <laughs> oh my god! At that, first, I thought to myself, "Wait, wait, wait, was that intentional?" Yes, it was. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Next up, blue team tournaments, Road to Infinite FFA finale results. In eighth, finally happened. <clears throat> yeah. In eighth was Clonely. Seventh in a surprising placing here, King Nick. Did not win. Sixth went to Evolving. Fifth, Suspector. Fourth, Moosh. Took home 300 bucks. Third, the Gold Star BR. 
450. Second, gunshot, 750. And first went to Porky J taking home fifteen hundred dollars. Ooh, all right. Before you continue, yeah. Uh Big ups, big, big ups to Blue Team TO for putting on those events, um, especially leading up to the release of Infinite. That was a really, really cool way to, to showcase the FFA talent that's, that was going on within the scene, um, especially along, like within, um, not in the primary title at the time, which was Halo 5 or Halo 3, depending upon what you were playing. But uh, it was just really cool to see FFA tournaments taking place through every mainline Halo title leading up to and culminating in Infinite here in the finale. So really cool to see that tournament series taking place. Congratulations to everybody involved and really looking forward to hopefully new ones in the future. Awesome. Uh, Next up, we have the HCS Super Qualifier from Mexico. In fourth place, we had CN Event Horizon, which included iNot, which I wonder if it's another Tony backwards. Uh, oh, fuck. But it's I not Jerry. No, he's like, I'm not Jerry. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, Hootie. Storm. Or Stom. Pen, uh, and. Is that a O or is, is that a, I got to zoom in here. I'm going to go with Neos. What's with all these double letters? I don't know. In third place, uh, is it Centenegra? Yes. Esports. It was Dolan. Hey, Dolan's back. Uh, Sobrid, Zeus, and Venek. Alter Esports. Why is it top two? Because both top two teams got to move on. Correct. They got they advanced oh. to pool play. Yep. Uh, Grimsey, Atenus, Zaron, and. Is it Paradise? I think so, yeah. And then LLNM was Nugget, Blueside, Luderk, Luderka, and Sepsters. Nice. Hey. All right, Launchy, this Ooh. is for you. No. The HDS Australia New Zealand Super Qualifier took place on February 20th, 2022. In fourth place, we had 1620 Kings. Uh, canonized rice, decori, and just tough. Third went to demons, lolly. Is it sleeping? Plasma and sway sways, and then top two included immunity, uh, Bino, voltage, Heth, and Dante, and then direwolves, Dino, Zirkle, vamped, and and bald. And there you go. There's more. There's so much more. There's actually only two more. Yeah, there's only two more. HCS Open Series for EU in 7th and 8th was Peppercorns and the Lads. Uh, no no, no gamer tags this time. I mean, I just didn't include them. There, If you want to go through the bracket, and this is the thing that I fucking hate, is that face its sight, it's, it's fucking... Well, I appreciate the info being there, Navigating that thing is a p is just a motherfucker. Like you have to click into it's each Benno, individual. Isn't it? it is Beno. Yeah. God damn it. You said Beno. I did say Beno. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah, if you want to find out the <laughs> rosters, click on each click on each series, then click on each team name. That's how you find the dudes on it. Go ahead. Ooh, okay. Uh Beno. It's Beno. It's Beno. It's Beno. It's Beno. In seventh and eighth, again, peppercorns and the lads. Fifth through sixth, we have team twisted black hand EU. 
And fourth was Flying Dutchman. Third went to Quadrant. Second, Navi. And first, Descend. Again. The back to back to back. I don't even know how many there are at this point. Six, I think. Uh, HGS Open Series for NA. Top eight. This is like part one results. Yeah, so these, the top eight that Will's going to talk about right now, these will be the top eight that continue into Thursday. Um, and they'll compete for, obviously, placings. Here we go. It's G1, Fanatic, X-Set, Complexity. Snaked and heated. Torrent, ESA Red, and Unsigned Talent. So I'll have to see what happens there. In terms of me bitching about Faceit's website, Maddie says it's a 50-50 with names, too. I don't know which are, uh, which are their gamer tags and which are their Faceit usernames. Not only that, but... um. The fucking team name in the series as well. So, like, you could have, I just as, exa- as an example, you could have, uh, what, fucking ESA Red, right? You could have ESA Red uh, in, like, the actual bracket, and then if you click in on that series, it could be a completely different team name for them. And it's like, what the fuck? Oh, it's fucking annoying. Like when you're trying to just when you're trying to gather information for this fucking show, it's annoying. So face it, update your fucking website. That's that's basically what I'm getting <laughs> at here. I like how the information is there. It's just presented poorly. Thank you. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, all right. Uh that's all we got for the tournament league recaps. All right, let's talk about our topic then. Yeah. So again, I talked about at the beginning of the show, um, I will own up to shit when I'm wrong, and I was definitely wrong here. Uh, I was not expecting this move to happen at all. Um, before we get into it, I will say that out of the four, fucking, out of the top four teams in the league, and the top four I'm taking into consideration, let's just, well, fuck it, let's say top five. We have, what, uh, Cloud9, Optic, Sentinels, uh, E United, and FaZe. FaZe! If, if I were to include them, right? Those, who, those are what I would imagine the top five teams are. Um, in no particular order, besides Cloud9 at number one. Uh, I just wasn't expecting, I said it last week, I, I wasn't expecting to, uh, a top eight team to make a team change. I just wasn't. Um, especially Optic considering their top two placing at, at uh, Anaheim. I just wasn't, I didn't think it was going to happen at all. But out of all the teams that, out of those top five teams, the fact this change happened makes the most sense considering formal is already part of optic, but let's get into what happened. So Pistola has officially been benched for formal, um, on optic halos roster. And the official announcement was put out by optic and it said, welcome formal to optic halo. Uh, Ola put out a tweet and his tweet was, I'll be grinding and staying in Halo shape for whatever opportunities come in the future. Thank you for the support. Smiley face. And then um, I want to give a shout out to Ash over on Reddit, uh, who put together Lucid's thoughts, kind of took the quotes from a stream that Lucid put on, compiled all the information into one singular post on Reddit, and I'm going to read through that information, and then Will will get to our thoughts. Sound good? Yeah. The overall feeling was... um, And again, this was taken from Lucid's stream, so if it's paraphrased, I apologize, but this comes from Ash compiling this information. Overall feeling. I'm looking forward to it as well. I'm excited. And yeah, I was saying, I mean, uh, I'm a little sad that it is the way it is right now, but I'm still very much looking forward to what I think the team can do. As for Olo's future, to be honest, I'm not 100% certain even myself. 
If Justin is still at the moment benched, um, oh wait, oh, he says, to be honest, I'm not hundred percent certain myself. If Justin is still at the moment benched, I think Hastro did say that it's the case for right now, but I'm fairly certain Justin still wants to compete. And I very much would agree. I think it should still be competing. His relationship with Pistola. Let me just put it this way. There's still a lot of love between us and Ola. It's unfortunate that we felt to be at this point, I guess, because we've been teaming for so long. But I think this is the right move for us. And dropping Justin was not just some easy decision, I guess is the way to put it. We had, it wasn't like a long-winded conversation, but it was still a good conversation that we had with Justin. I mean, in terms of how we of how these things go, Justin knows better than anyone how these conversations go. Probably better than literally anyone in the game. And yeah, there's a lot of appreciation for sure. This was not an easy decision in the slightest. In regards to decision making. I don't really want to get into the nitty gritty details because there really isn't a lot. I would say like anything just crazy. It's, uh, it just feels like there was something somewhat missing at times. I mean, obviously, Justin is the one we chose to make this, the, the choice around. And we could, we could be so hot and then so not at times. And I mean, this is one of those situations where I think we are all well aware, especially me, Joey and Brad. We're all aware of, like, we can obviously play better. Like, plenty of things to work on. Everybody has things to work on. But I do think that formal brings just a lot of damage and a great voice to lead an in-game lead the comms. It's not like, oh, this is just a Justin problem and now everything's going to be perfect. That's just not how it works. Justin's a great player, always has been, and he always still will be. It's just one of those situations where it feels like what I think formal brings to the table is what we need. And finally, for management influence. I mean, at the end of the day, it really comes down to us. I would say it really wasn't any huge influence. I mean, it's very obvious that I think anybody in the optic camp and then inadvertently the envy camp after the merger would want to see Matt on the team, no matter who it was, just because of what he brings to the table in terms of just like viewability. I don't know the word really to use properly, but there's always a lot of people watching him. He puts out a lot of damage on the field and he's just a great competitor and just brings a lot to the table. So I think most teams would want him on, especially if they already have him signed. But I'm not see there was any, there was no direct influence for us. So that sounds like the, the original question may have been, did Optic, because he was already signed to Optic, like force him to be, you know what I mean? Like if you're going to pick someone up, it's got to be formal. Right. And, uh. So the answer to that question is no. Right. Um, Just anybody would want him anyway. Right. Anybody would want him. He's a great player. And the other thing, too, is that Formal has come out and said that if he was to be picked up on a roster full time, he wants to be on a top tier roster. Sorry, Space Station, but it ain't happening. Like that that type of situation, you know, a team where if you have the cohesion available and you need that Slayer dominant person. It just it just seemed like it was the right it was the right puzzle piece to fit that hole. Well, what are your thoughts on this? Um, man, it feels tough having to let Pistola go off this team. I don't uh I don't know if that's the right call yet. Time will tell on it. Um Man, uh 
That's all we really can do is wait for an actual tournament to pop up, right, to see how they perform. And they might not get second or first right away. There's probably some gelling that has to happen still. Yep. I have seen formal scrimming with his teammates randomly. Well, pretty much since he, the announcement he was picked up, he's been scrimming with random teammates. Like he was with Lucid last night. I think I posted in the Discord. He's not scrimming. That's, those aren't well, scrims. Not, not scrims. But those are, playing, just, those play, are just eights. Just, yeah, eights. Yep. Eights and scrimming. I know you're not like with your full team on a scrim, but eights at least, like you're still playing, getting the game down with, with other people, right? Yeah. He's playing eights with Lucid. He was playing with Trippy uh, today. And it, it's just, he does, like, I was watching yesterday, and, and Lucid's not wrong in saying, yeah, he gets a lot of damage down. I often see him, like, sliding into the play as soon as he's off spawn. He's pushing back he's towards the He's a very play. aggressive player. I've seen him caught out a few times because of that, too. Yep. Like, he he goes off spawn, and he just gets picked. Yep. Um, but maybe that's where that that's where some of that... Maybe that's where some of that communication comes in and can reel him in a little bit. I'm not saying he needs to be, but in those types of situations where you're caught off guard, maybe maybe that's where that communication can set yeah. in with that team when the cohesion sets in, if it sets in, and less of those types of plays are made. They also talked about, I mean, in that post, yeah, Lucid talks about not having, like, he, they need an in-game leader. I guess I do kind of get that because, like, everybody on that team has not yet been like a like a leader, in my opinion. Like, Lucid was the closest thing. Yeah, but when I watch, he was the one leading comms, is what I would say. When I watch Lucid, though, he's more of the like. I feel like he's better if he can just play. If that makes sense, like, yep, he is one of the best in the game. Um. Yeah. Um, so I honestly would like to see Ola end up on phase with snipe down. Cause that's always been an iconic pairing. Is that going to happen? I don't know. Did you see McWin's tweet? I did not. what do he say? He, he joked about, uh, bringing back the old, um, what was it? Like envy, like reciprocity roster or something like that from back in the day. Uh, him, Snipe, Ola, and Hook. Oh, Hook. Yeah, so like bringing Hook out of Call of Duty back into Halo and just bringing that squad back together because Mechwin well, can't compete until Worlds. Right. So it'd be season two. Yep. Basically, is when he'd be able to compete. Not not in terms of Infinite season two, but like HCS season two. Is is Hook in Challengers for? COD? No, no. Hook is on uh Gorillas, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Yeah. I haven't been paying attention to COD. No, nah, it's cool. So it's cool. Unless, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's on Gorillas, though. We just played them, too. I should know this. It's fine. We'll uh, talk about the bracket later. But, like, I know, I don't know. Who caused a lot of drama last season? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> yeah. It's still not clear what actually happened. No. But. And unless more information comes out, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's not a, it's a, business. It's the thing so. that sucks is, like, with the Hook situation, it's like a he said, she said thing. It, yeah. Exactly. Like, there's no concrete. Like, nothing's definitive. Anyway, um, but yeah, I I I don't know. It, it does feel weird after a top two finish. It's my biggest thing. You like you're you're that close. Yep. But then again, Cloud Nine is dominating over everyone. Yep. And I do like the idea of not being satisfied with the status quo. 
of you know top two where we're we're making progression and we're doing better. But I like the that hunger. Like no, we wanna we wanna keep improving. Again, don't know if Pistola's the right move here to to bench or drop Pistola. Yeah, that just feels weird. Right. You when you when you think of benching or dropping players, Ola is not a player who comes to mind. Well, you look at that team though, and they are they're stacked. Yeah, you got Pistola, Lucid, APG, and Trippy. And, Trippy. and now now you have the argument of now they could be even more stacked, right? Right. But we just don't know. And then you like the thing is APG filled in with Sentinels, Trippy filled in with Sentinels. Yep. Like. I feel like formal uh, filled in with Sentinels. Fentanyl, formal. <laughs> yep. So now it's, it's when's Lucid's turn. No, <laughs> right. Oh my God. Um, yeah. It's like Sentinels two, like Sentinels two. Yeah. Sentinels 2.0. Yep. I don't fuck. It's weird. It's weird. So I, I, would you have, would you have chosen other player to drop at this point? I mean, you know me, I wouldn't have dropped anybody. Well, yeah, you like the cohesiveness, but I, I, well, clearly, so we, we heard rumors, murmurs, if you will, that it just was like, there, things weren't gelling as much as people ex- like thought. You're talking for optic. Yeah. Like in the background, things weren't all peachy keen. Like these are just murmurs. I don't have any concrete evidence or anything like that. This is just based off things that I've heard. Um, and for all I know, that could be completely wrong. Okay, completely wrong. Uh, it's the internet, you know. Yeah. But when when you hear stuff like that, is you know you know the saying where there's smoke, there's fire. I'm not necessarily saying there was smoke, but I don't know. It's it just seemed weird. And then in in their in their prediction show for Anaheim, I said that I expected Optic to get third. I expected Sentinels to win it because I thought they'd be more hungry. And then Cloud9 would get second because they're right there um, if they didn't win it. And then Optic would be third. And if they got third, I'd be happy with that. I would have been content. I would have been like, okay, you made progress. You fixed your mistakes from Raleigh, and you're making progress. But no, they outdid that. They got second. And my thought was, there's no way you're making a change now. And you're you're the only team that took games off Cloud9 in the grand final. Okay? Fanatic? Yeah. Good job to you. But no, you're you're the only team that took games off Cloud Nine in a grand final. Oh wait, no. Did United take one game? I don't. I or was don't it a four zero? I think it was, I thought it was a four. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe it's a four one. No, it was a four zero. Was it a four zero? Pretty sure it was a four zero in Raleigh. Either way, they took two games. United didn't. They took two games. Yeah. Off of Cloud Nine in the grand final, they were making progress. They showed that Cloud Nine were vuln- like were human. I just didn't see a change happening. There's no way. And then this bombshell gets fucking dropped. And it was, it, it was, it was insane. It was insane. Uh, Justin says, I think phase should have been the team making changes. Maybe old out of phase and swipe down goes to full-time apex again. So let's, let's hit on that for a second here. So clearly based off of what lucid was saying, they believe as a team because this was a team decision. It sounds like management didn't have a part of this. This was a, I mean, obviously they had to make sure all the all the all the T's were crossed and the I's were dotted, you know. But if this was a team decision that was that was made, 
And clearly, based off the conversations that they had, it sounds like they believe that with formal in place of Ola, they take that next step. And that is the, that is what every team wants to do, right? They want to take that next step. They want to win. So where does Ola go after all this is said and done? I've mentioned personally that what what happens with Ryan Oob? Does Ryan Oob stay on a United after the child comes, or does he decide to take a step back? In which case, Ola could potentially fill in there. Um, and that's not to say, like, I don't want I don't want people to think that I th- I think that Ryan Oob should step away. That's not what I'm saying at all, because he has his own. He th- this is all pure in my mind. Like as a father of a young child, I understand how difficult things can be with jobs. Um. Does he replace snipe down on phase like Justin brought up? Does snipe down? I mean, this is when I, a team that feels like they should make a change this phase, considering how they're regressing and not progressing. But I don't know. I just feel it's something about now I could be completely off base here. Okay. Because we, we are primarily a halo show. So to all the viewers and the listeners of our show, I want to just, I want to put this out there. Okay. Just hear me out. If I were sniped down, Eric Arona, one of the most handsome, beautiful men in the world. If I were him, which I'm not. And I looked at the landscape of apex versus the landscape of halo. Now I may be blowing smoke out of my ass right now. Okay, considering we we got our first full year roadmap for Halo, things are looking good right now. Maybe hopefully this continues to progress and just get better and better and better as the years go on and Halo never dies again. <laughs> the reason why I bring that up is because I look at Apex and I look at the landscape of BRs. Battle Royales, that is. And from a competitive landscape, from a competitive mindset, that I try to keep when talking about this show. When I look at Halo, I look at Halo as a more competitive title, as more of an esport than a battle royale. And considering Snipe Down was signed to the Phase roster, Phase one of one of the largest gaming organizations in the world, and not just not just gaming, they're a lifestyle brand as well. They they literally are partnered with the NFL for fuck's sake now. Unless he becomes a unless he becomes a competitive apex player for phase, which hell that could very well be a thing, I see him sticking with Halo from the competitive standpoint and the longevity standpoint. Just based off of the landscape of BRs. Sure. I'm looking right now and I don't know what a ter- apex tournament looks like, but they're for ranked like Snipe Down is playing ranked right now. Yeah. Playing with Nick, Nick Merckx and uh, Hal, who used to be on TSM with yep. them. They are literally the top three streamers in Apex right now and make up more than 60% of the viewership. Yep. And they're all on the same team playing ranked, just ranked yep. games, not even a... So, like, what happens when they're not playing or, like, there's a tournament on? How does that viewership compare? I'm, I'm just curious. Well, obviously, viewership goes down if they're not playing it. But, uh, yeah. It's it's just it's so hard when he wants to spread his time between both. 
Yeah. But if we're if I'm looking at a longevity standpoint, that's why I'd stick with Halo over Apex. Not because I think Apex is a shit game, because it's definitely not. Apex is a phenomenal game. Love playing it when I did. It's just from a longevity standpoint, from a competitive standpoint, I would stick with the quote unquote tried and true than the and BR it, landscape. I, I always forget the, the dude who stated it, but most it sounds like most of these teams are paying a pretty hefty salary for these players. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you talk about They're under contract. You talk about Ryan Noob wanting to step down from competing. Personally, I don't think he. I don't. I, I don't know. From the sounds of it, you scrim five times a week. You might you play in these weekend open or open or pro. They only are doing the pro, and then you travel every three months for a tournament. I mean, if you're a new dad, having that much time to be at home, play games for a few hours a night, maybe maybe four or five, but that's still. Not as long as a full-time job. I don't know. If they're paying well enough, competing at that level might be a good... I don't know. Sure, but I'd, there's also more... Like, it, it is a full-time job. It's not just the scrims and whatnot. It, it could be a lot more on top of that, too. It And who knows what their contracts include. So, like I said, I'm not saying he should. I'm just... I'm just throwing it out there like a what if scenario sure. is I, I, the reason why I bring up Ryan who consistently is because I don't see any of the other players stepping away. That's why he's sure. the only one that I can logically think like, Oh, I'd understand if you did. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Or, or like in the, or does he replace a different player from a top six, eight team or worse, but he's better than that in my mind. Ryan Noob. No, uh, oh, Pistola. Yeah, Ola. Back on the Ola thing. Back, back to Ola. Yeah, I, I could see it. But who does Phase drop? Because it's it's Ryan Noob bound. It'd be it'd be no Phase is uh, or not. Or, sorry, sorry. Falcated, Boo Boo bound and snipe down. So do you? I mean, is it Falcated? Is it? Bound? It'd be snipe. You think snipe drops from Phase? Drop is a word I wouldn't try to use. Leaves. Yeah, I would use leaves. Like, he would have... That's so fucking hard, because he would have to... Bound is getting better. Falcated's been consistent. And Boo Boo puts in the work and has gotten better as well. The only... And I use this term very loosely. The only wild card on that team is, is Snipe. Because of the time. That's it. He's phenomenal at the game. We already know that. It's just... Is he 100% committed? And I really... Like, I'm not here... I just don't want people to take it the wrong way and think like, oh, he's he, he thinks that Snipe's not committed to the game. No, I... We just don't know. We just don't know. I, I will say, their comms often seem like... They're not good. Yes, and they, they, they don't have a leader. The the other thing that, that has been getting to me is like the the negative talk, not about their like about the game while they're playing, right? Like, oh, like I don't know. It just seems like they 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 need something to push them over the edge to be like fully in. Yeah, they need they need an in game leader, which we've talked about before. And their comms like like we've talked about before as well, they don't they don't sound encouraging. They at the end of the game, like they'll explain what they what they peop, what 
what they believe each individual did incorrectly and what they can work on. They just don't transition that into the next game. It's like there isn't a lot of action. There's a lot of reaction, but there's not a lot of action. So I don't know. I obviously, and I, I talked about this with Will before we started recording the show. I want, I want every team to, to be better. I want every team to be competing for that top spot because that just makes things better for everybody. Maybe not the teams competing because that they're all vying for that top spot. They want the top spot from, from a viewing standpoint, from a talking standpoint, having as many teams as possible f- vying for those top spots is what we all want. The, so I want to just transition just from a entertainment perspective here. Sure. The more teams you have competing at a high level in like the close games, the mm-hmm. better the viewership is going to be this season for NFL playoffs was one of the most viewed uh, playoffs in a long time because a lot of the games came down to field goals at the end overtime. It was, it was insane this year. They were awesome. And that, that like exciting excitedness about games, it just brings more people in. Cause they're like, Oh, this, you know, this was really close. This is, this right. is some entertaining to watch. Yeah. When, when like, Halo tournaments can be boring when it's like 4-0-4-0 or 3-0-3-0-3-0-3-0 all the way through the grand finals. You're like, well, okay. There wasn't any excitement. Like Cloud9 wins again or Sentinels, Tox, CLG, Optic back then wins again. Like it's that excitement's like gone from the series because it's like, oh, well, they're they're just clean sweeping them. It's like when when Optic won their second game against Cloud9 in the Anaheim Grand Finals, it was okay. Oh, we, we actually se- have a we series We have now. a series here, yeah. yeah. And then obviously didn't go anywhere after that. But like the fact that that happened and then we all had that moment of sitting back in our chair like, oh shit, is this it? Are we are we doing this now? It's, it's those types of moments. Yeah. Um... Justin, no, it's not fucking happening, obviously. He says Sparty gets dropped out of nowhere, gets picked up by FaZe. Rules get abolished, and Mickwin gets picked up by FaZe. Snipe down and bounce stay. We get Optic versus FaZe, a.k.a. Envy versus Wreck. And then Spartan's <laughs> controller disconnects again. Oh! <laughs> Justin, a.k.a. Goalie Sniper, says, let me dream. The 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 point that <laughs> it, was, it was at that moment when Spartan's controller disconnected, where Justin and I sitting next to each other had the complete opposite reaction from one another. What, what was your guys' reaction? I couldn't have been happier. He couldn't have been more dist- like distraught at what happened. Because I wanted Envy to win. Like, I absolutely oh, wanted Envy sure, to win. Sure. And it was, it was literally at that moment that the game completely changed. And if you guys have not watched the, uh, I think it was Paradise Halo that put out a video on that play. Yeah. Um, or on that disconnect for that matter. If you, if you did not watch that video, go watch it. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Full replay. Where were the refs? Nah, fuck that. What a fucking series that was. Holy shit. So. All right, I I guess I'm I won't be surprised if we see more movement in the next week and a half, two weeks here. Oh yeah, especially right before roster lock for KC. Mm-hmm. So, 
Now, again, it, I, I think it is, if you're one of the top teams at the event, I think you have one, one spot you can move. Yep. So who knows what that's going to be. But all I know is that I was dead wrong. Uh, I truly believe that top eight teams, that the top eight teams from Raleigh, I mean, from Anaheim, were not going to make a change. I'm curious, like these roster moves, right? Yeah. How like long do they last? Like formal coming into optic now, right? That's their one roster change. Is that until KCP and then they have another one after KCP or KCP, Kansas City? <laughs> I mean, we know, we knew what, I mean, KCP, Kansas City, you know, same Pi- thing. Pioneers. Yeah, I, I was just, uh, I'm just so used to saying <laughs> Kansas City, man. Um, so I guess I need to read the rule book. I don't know. Well, you know what happened during the H5 days. They happened just like clockwork. Oh, yeah. It didn't matter. Like nobody cared. It was just, oh, I didn't fucking do well in one, in one event dropped. It's just. It's crazy, man. Yeah. But but what I will say is is this. Remember when we when we talked about when we speculated what happens with contracts? Right? Do people do, do players get traded? Is there a trading period like you brought up before? Yeah. Ola didn't get dropped. He's bench. So he's still he's still a player. He is under contract for optics still to yes. this day. Yep. Now that could change later, but as of right now, to our knowledge, to Lucid's knowledge, if it, unless anything's changed in the times we're recording this, uh Ola is still a contracted player for Optic. He's just sitting on the bench right now. And Formal was never contracted for any team playing in Halo. He was just a con- he was a contracted content creator for Optic. Mm-hmm. So him just coming onto Optic is he contracted now, or right. is he just playing? No idea. But all all I know is that as of right now, for what we understand, um. That we haven't seen a contract swap take place yet or a trade take place yet. Besides Nebula from BBG getting transferred to Black Hand. But I don't know what the what the deal is with that. Those aren't partner teams. Right. Either. BBG so isn't been... a partner team, but but Nebula could have been a contracted team under BBG. Gotcha, gotcha. So I just um Yep. I guess the last thing I'll say is they posted when they posted the video of formal joining and they had the Spartans lined up. Yeah. Uh, one of the, yeah, it took them forever. To yeah. Get that. Apparently it took like 15 plus tries of loading into custom games because it just randomizes it on who's announced when. Yep. So yeah, beautiful. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Absolutely beautiful. Um, the last, the, the last points I'll make here is, uh, I've, I've mentioned this before, but it, to me, this feels more like a phase situation where everyone on the team is incredibly individually skilled, but will not be able to bring everyone together for when it matters, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I just feel like they're now, they, they just are maybe too Slayer dominant and not objectively proficient, but um, who the fuck knows? Again, we'll have to wait and see. Um, and then... Will kind of mentioned it earlier, but how long does it take for the roster to figure everything out? Will they be placing consistently top two at KC and beyond or not? Right? Like, do they pick right back up where they left off or is there going to be a little bit of regression before popping off? I guess I do want to comment on, on your note of like, of the objective question, questioning, right? Like if, if the issue was what was that they weren't putting enough damage down on enemies, 
Maybe then this can solve that problem. This could solve that problem. Maybe mm-hmm. they'll get a couple earlier picks and be able to control objectives better. And as we know, within Halo Infinite objective for CTF especially, right? You need to get more than one round of slays in order to make a move. You have to get two or three consistently. On and I, I was bringing this up. I was playing with Joe. Yeah. And I was like, we were playing CTF Bazaar, and I'm like, I'm like, we got all four dead, like pretty quick and we push their base. I'm like, Hey guys, not a good ideal situation. Turn around and slay because if you don't have staggered spawns, then they're they all going to be spawning right outside you, right push up, in and just destroy you. Yep. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough. Um, so may, may, I don't know. I getting the proper slays at the right. You have to not only slay, but get the proper slays in halo infinite. <laughs> <laughs> it seems weird, right? It does. Right. But if, if there's, I mean, what we saw, we saw it at Anaheim. We saw, um, we saw flubs made by Optic that oddball game on Live Fire. Oh. We, we talked about it, right? It's these. They're not. I mean, even with Ola on the team, I'm being straight up. Like they weren't very objectively proficient. Their their Aquarius CTF is bad. Like, it's just bad. So watching eights with formal yesterday. Uh huh. There were times where like. He would jump on the ball and like I'm bringing it. I'm br- bringing it, PD. Bring it here. Bring it wherever. Sure. Like maybe that's what they need. Maybe they need someone just to make those decisions in game. And maybe sure. that'll be something like, oh, I'm spawning here. Rotate here. Maybe he'll be that that shot caller that makes a difference. He is a big voice. He is definitely a big voice. And you could hear it when you if you watch the Sentinels, uh, like the beginning of the Sentinels docu series that they started putting out for their Raleigh recap, where he yeah. played on Sentinels, uh, Sentinels, Sentinels, Sentinels. You <laughs> can. You can hear some of that as well. Like when they, because uh, the HCS provided all that comms uh, footage as well. Um, so you can hear some of that within that docu, within that first episode of the docu-series. So that will be nice. Um, like I said, I just, I hope it works out. It just sucks to see Ola. Like I said, it, it when you think of a, maybe it's my old head, right? Where I've been watching him for so long that how could anybody bench him or drop him but you know what clearly they thought it's it was the right decision to make the yeah. team thought and, and that that's the thing i don't play for them like i'm not on that team i can't tell you either way what to do but clearly them as the players on that roster took everything into consideration and thought to themselves this is the best move in our minds that we can make and that move is benching ola bringing formal in and seeing what the fuck happens and maybe this has to do with a play style change where um, sometimes at infinite and in, in infinite setups are important, but it also feels like aggression is very important mm-hmm. and formal being as aggressive as he is might be what they're looking for to counter cloud nine. And I'm going to sound like the biggest broken record of all time because I bring it up every fucking time, but that cloud nine roster is splice. Right. What the, the, did Splice do so fucking well in H5? They flew at you. They, they flew at they, you. They knew how to catch you off guard. Yep. And they never stopped the aggression. But at the same time, and this is something that Sentinels are really, really good at as well. They can slow that fucker down to a crawl if they need to. That is something Cloud9 does really well. That right. is something that Optic can struggle with. And, and we didn't see Splice start to be quote unquote broken like losing games, losing series until the very end of H5 cycle. Yep. So who knows? Maybe maybe a few more big tournaments, 
maybe not till worlds that we see someone figure out how to counter it. Right. Maybe this is, this is optic trying to be like, Hey, we're going to try to match you until you, we figure it out. hundred percent. It's it definitely with the, with, I, I talk about how slaying ability can be uh, an attractor and a detractor, right? Yeah. Because like you mentioned, setups are a thing, but they're not everything. They don't need to be everything. And you're right. Maybe they do just need that added form of aggression. I'm just afraid that it's going to go too far. But then again, we haven't seen them. As a full squad compete in a pro series event at a LAN, whatever it may be. We just haven't seen it yet. And things are going to take time. I don't, I don't expect them to get second or first at KC. I just don't. Hell, I'm for KC, I might even still predict Sentinels to win it. You know? Like I, I just might do it. But this is definitely a move I did not see coming. Especially considering the second place finish at Anaheim. I just did not see it happening. But it did. It did. I was wrong. I stand by it. And roster mania never ceases to amaze. You know? Never. Well, the move happened. The question in my mind moving forward is where do dominoes fall after this? Are other teams going to look to make moves? Is Ola going to stay on optic? We have to wait and see. Right. That's what it comes down to. And maybe... Maybe Ola goes to a team that maybe Ola isn't that in-game leader, but he could be that veteran voice that it, that a younger team might need. Um, somebody with the with the know-how in and out of who the does, game to be on that roster. Who does just just out of curiosity? Yeah. Space Station has Ace as their like vet right yes, now. Yes, correct. I can't remember the other names on the, that team right now. Tylenol. Yeah. <laughs> what yep. of those? So let's say let's say this. Maybe one of those young guns. Sure. Are very promising. Yeah. Tylenol is is considered to be that player. So what if a trade comes in? If there are trades, Pistola for Tylenol. Tylenol moves to Optic. Uh, as their bench player, Ooh. and he learns under that optic team, that optic brand that's all been about winning in esports and content. What I, I think Man. that could be a smart move. And see, in my mind, I'd want Tylenol and Pistola to play with each other <laughs> because, right, because Tylenol you, has the skill necessary. But but the other optic members could just as well teach him. Absolutely, it's it's hard. It's hard. I don't know where he goes. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Because, because now, here's Sorry, the thing. Sorry, keep, keep continuing no, the conversation no, on that's, this. No, that's the point. That's the topic, right? The, here's my problem. The thing I don't want to see, as much as I didn't want to see Pistola getting benched, the last thing I want to see now is them getting a poor placing at Anaheim and being like, well, formal, never mind. Because sure. then that brings me back to the whole point of we didn't fucking try. Like yeah. it's, it's fucking hard. Like, this is why I didn't understand. Like I get it from a, well, we want to take that next step. Motherfuckers. You took the next step by getting second place. You know, this kind of reminds me. It's hard. So fucking hard. This reminds me of modern warfare. Call of duty. When rocker benched, got RX, our best sniper on land on land. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Cause I mean, we did go to online tournaments and things got bad, bad, but like, 
Who's he? Is he on the team now? He is on a challengers team. He what? is playing for. I just don't understand it. Like org? he was, he was literally our best player on land. They just won. The team that he's on just won the recent challengers event. Sure. But then it, it's weird how things just change like that. Oh yeah. And we saw what happened when we picked up Standy and took off. Yeah. You know, obviously we didn't place exactly where we wanted to place, but we took off. Sandy is now known as a prominent mod or Call of Duty player. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anything can happen. I just, I just talk about it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's just, I, I, I just don't want them to, if they don't place as well as they'd like, if they don't take first place at KC, I don't want them to be like, well, formal, we tried. And just let it, like, leave that be. I, whatever they decide to do, I want them to stick with it for longer than one event. Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, that's all. So, anything else you want to add in the Ola situation? No, that's, I think I went through. I was, I was like, this is the final thing I'm going to say. And then we talked for another 20 minutes. That's but, fine. All right. Ola, we wish you the best, man. We love you, man. We do. Uh, you're... I've, it, it sounds like there's no bad blood between anybody. I hope that's the case. I hope that's true. Um, and man, I just, I, I wish you the best, whether it's on optic or a different team, we'll be rooting for you regardless. Um, it, what would just be great is if he ends up on another team, elevates them. And then now there's just more competition at the top. Absolutely. Here you go. Absolutely. <sighs> what, what a fuck. What a week did not see that coming. I saw the tweet. I'm not kidding. I saw the tweet. And at first I thought it was a joke. And then I, I watched it again. I'm like, it's not a fucking joke. What happened? What is this? And I'm like, I, I, yeah, fuck. All right. This is what it is. Good luck to you in the future, Justin. Uh, Matt, welcome to the, the team that you already, the, the organization you're already a part of. Uh, Welcome to the official starting roster, and we'll see what happens. Will, let's get into some regular news. All right, let's have some fun again, shall we? First part is fun. So MCC development and flighting updates by Postums. It's a discussion around mods and MCC. I'm not going to read it, uh, but you can go ahead and feel free to. Will said he's going to be right back, uh, which means he's not going to, he's going to miss the rant. Uh, he's going to walk. You're... <laughs> He turns around. He turns around and gives him the fucking. Oh my god! He didn't give me a side eye, but he gave me like a look of. Oh shit! Where it's gonna be a rant? Kinda not really. So the Halo Infinite update, mid-season update. This is by Unishek. Um. <laughs> oh god. Okay, I'm gonna put this uh, update in air quotes. It's an update, folks. Howdy y'all, it's time for another update. This week we're taking a closer look at some of the things landing in next week's update, aka this week's update by the time we're recording the show, which is currently going through the certification process and is tracking towards a Thursday, February 24th release. This isn't a full list, and you'll be able to catch the full patch notes on the Halo support site, but, we, uh, but a few we wanted to touch on this week are... Networking. 
Next week's update will add new telemetry that, spe that specifically focuses on gathering more data around instances of being shot around walls or corners. It will also have targeted improvements to reduce rubber banding around vehicles and vehicle debris. This work will help us as we continue to improve the online experience, but it does not signify the end of the road. Please know that progress is being made and we'll continue to share updates around networking when we have them. In other words, shit's not going to be fully fixed yet. First person animations. This update should address an issue that was preventing first person animations from interpolating correctly. If you ever spotted some frame rate issues while clambering or reloading or any other first person action, you should see those run more smoothly next week. AKA this week. If it goes through certification properly. Campaign improvements. We'll see multiple improvements in the campaign experience, whether it's addressing issues with achievements unlocking or returning to the game via quick resume. The team has been working on a handful of fixes for campaigns since launch, and there'll be more on the way. Be sure to read the patch notes on the Halo support site next week for, well, this week, if it goes out for more details. Stability and performance. We've been keeping a close eye on reports around stability and performance on PC and console. This update will have a few improvements, but we're continuing to address opportunities found internally and through tickets submitted via uh, the Halo support site. If you're experiencing consistent issues with performance or stability, please be sure to submit them on the Halo support site. Each ticket provides us with new information that helps the team find additional opportunities for improvement. BTB motion tracker. Oh boy. Next week, the this week if it goes out, the range of the motion tracker in Big Team Battle will be increasing from 18 meters to 24 meters. Well, wow. this this has been a consistent piece of community feedback in BTB, especially since the update earlier this month that made it work again. And we're happy to make it a reality with this update. And finally, anti-cheat improvements. We mentioned this earlier in the year, but we wanted to touch on it again. There will be multiple improvements to our anti-cheat systems in this update. We'll have even more to share about anti-cheat in the near future. So, this update about the upcoming update uh, didn't really update us on anything, if I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, so, there's that. Um, I'm still not convinced that the game has an anti-cheat system implemented, regardless. So, there's that. And uh, this did, though, answer one question that I had, Will. What was that? Remember how I talked about a while ago how I work for a software company and we release, uh, we have product releases, oh, yeah, yeah. including bug fixes, whatever it may be, on a cadence of every two weeks. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, basically, this answered my question as to why they potentially can't do that. And it sounds like it's because of the certification process that needs to take place. So, ah. so I don't know if that's all the time. Maybe I don't know if it's for major updates only that are taking place. If maybe a hot fix doesn't have to go through a certification process, whatever it may be. Um, but I think that may have answered my question a little bit more and provide a little more context around that. So regardless, I appreciate that. Um, but things that were not mentioned in this quote unquote update was a lot of stuff. Um, now I don't know if that stuff's going to be coming in the patch notes. I don't know if any of it has been fixed because clearly this update didn't provide any information around it. But, uh, a thing that boggles my mind is that custom games are still broken. Theater is still basically broken. Um, Will, did you know that we have yet to receive any form of communication or update surrounding the, um, observer glitch for oddball? 
in the whole, like if a team wins a round, then the observer shows each team having a round win when that's not the case. It's showing it almost as like round one's over. It's so fucking stupid. It seems like the easiest thing, not a developer, not a developer. It seems like the easiest thing that could be fixed that hasn't. It's got to be. I'm mind blown. This comes back to like, what are they prioritizing? Is it this? This seems like something small. Right. Because like the players should know who won round one. It's just from like you, you have money invested into the competitive scene for Halo. Like you literally have an entire division of your company dedicated to this. And this is still an issue. This very minuscule thing that directly impacts viewership. Regardless of how big or small that impact is, like it still impacts viewership because like, I don't fucking know if it's tied or not. And I have to wait for the, I have to wait for something in chat to pop up to be like, no, it's not tied. This team has one. This team has one or for the casters to make mention of it. And they have to continually make mention of it. It's just fucking stupid. It's the dumbest little thing that I I can't believe is still not fixed yet. Can I make a suggestion? Please do. Make a custom overlay on your broadcast and like white out those dots. And then when they get a point, put their team color in the dot. Oh, there you go. (laughs) There you go. Yo. Talk about sexual. Kinky, welcome (laughs) to the live show. That was a while ago, okay? It was, but fuck it. All right. So it's nice to finally catch you guys live. Thank you for tuning in. Greatly appreciated. Um. So yeah, this update was a lack of was a lack of an update. Basically, it just provides some very, 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 very high level shit. Um, and I'm really hoping. Like I talk about it before, and I'm going to say it again. The thing that I really want this game to be. So, um, the Act Man put out a video recently about Battlefield 2142, and how Dice are trying to make that into a live service game, but there aren't any live service aspects to it. And you have to wait until summer. Apparently this year, I think is when the the update that they came out with was, uh, they said that summer this year is when like season one will begin or whatever. Okay. That's this summer. And then I think about it and I'm like, and I saw posts on Reddit too. I'm thinking to myself, well, Halo infinite's multiplayer is supposed to be a live service game too. Where are the live service aspects of that? I haven't seen anything yet. We've seen these events trickle out for like a couple weeks at a time or a week at a time. And then season two, which is supposed to be three months after launch is actually going to be coming in May or June. And that's supposed to come with campaign co-op and, uh, we know, right. Yeah. And then forge is the season after like it's where's the live service aspects of this game that we're playing right now. So the thing that I want, and I I give these guys praise because they're doing it right. And Will, I mentioned this earlier before we started recording because we're playing Destiny a lot now, is Bungie and their uh, This Week at Bungie blog posts. The TWAB is what people call it, This Week at Bungie, okay? They not only provide high-level information as to what's coming, what's been done, uh, what's present, what's in the future, but they also dive deeper as to um, 
weapon tuning, bug fixes, whatever it may be that you can expect to come in an in, in upcoming update. And they, they patch things relatively quickly on their side of things as well. And they have continual content over seasons that are spread three months apart. Except the most recent season, which was six months leading into the Witch Queen. But they did a really good job, lore-wise, of tying everything in and leading into the Witch Queen. Which releases tomorrow. By the time we're recording this. I think, think about it, though. Just jumping in. The 30th anniversary pack was kind of that mid-season content. So they did have something in place for that three-month stretch. They did. You did have to pay for it, though. You did. Well, no, you didn't. I lied. Um, Dares was free. And the content around Dares was free. You'd have to buy it to get dungeon access to get Gallerhorn, along with some additional cosmetics. Yes. So you, yeah, technically, yes, that I guess was the mid-season update. Now, granted, from from what it sounds like in this quote-unquote update to the update that's supposed to be coming potentially this week, from the sounds of this, it doesn't sound like we're getting anything new. It just sounds like they're trying to fix shit. So this doesn't seem like a mid-season update to me. This just seems like a, we're fixing shit that's broken in our game. But not everything. Just some things. So what I am hoping for in the future of Infinite is to have these This Week at Bungie style blog posts where you have your high-level stuff and your deeper dive stuff in the same post. And it's released weekly. Like you're continually keeping people involved, engaged, wanting to know what's coming in the future, not leaving them in the dark, and you're a live service game. That's the bare minimum I expect. And also on the form of Waypoint, can I just say that the refresh that's been done to Waypoint is bad? Like if I go, I'm going to go to that update article right now. I'm going to click on it right now. So here's the update, right? Highlighted in yellow, which already looks gross. Okay. Up here, we have that same update. Okay. Highlighted in blue, which is like, here's the most recent thing that's come up. We'll put that at the top. Okay. And then the article information will be below it. All right. And then it's just... And then if I keep scrolling, you have a timeline on the right, which will change to the different day of whatever the thing is that you're doing, right? It's just fucking, this thing is so bad to look at. It's so bad. So bad. And the fact that your fucking progression isn't on the Waypoint app or website. Why can't I view my fucking game history? That's, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. I don't get, I've already ranted about this. I'm sorry, Will. I'm sorry that you have to keep listening to me. That's it for the regular fucking news. All I hope is that the patch notes are detailed and they give us what we want. And that's all I can hope for. You know, that's it. Justin says, being honest, I'm confused why after two to three months, people are expecting new maps already. I get maybe one new uh, one new one season to season, but expecting new maps right after launch. Like, does nobody remember map packs? Had to wait years for those bad boys. 
Sure. I just, Justin, I, I just wish the game launched with more. That's all. Soundbite was incredible after the regular fucking news. Thanks. <laughs> Savrakata the game. Oh, Optic Texas major bracket by the Call of Duty League. It's been revealed, Will. Yeah. We have our matches. Let's quickly go through them. We're just going to do round one. Oh, God. Okay. Phase breach. Or are we predicting? Yeah. Phase. Phase. Optic surge. Optic. Ooh. I'm going to go surge. Uh, I, I was teetering on surge, but optics seem to surge back uh, later in the other games. I think they're going to have some heat coming into this one. Okay. It is a land as well. It's a land. So I'm, I'm going to say surge though. Ravens, gorillas, Ravens. I'm going to say gorillas. I'm going to say gorillas. Okay. Asim's going to bring it in. Thieves, ultra, ultra. I'll go thieves. Fuck it. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm not even going to do the rest of them because we're in there and we'll, we'll probably lose. So, you know, I, so here's what I, I, I say, if we get the gorillas, we have a chance. We beat them three. Oh, last time we played them or three, one, I can't remember. Sure. If we get the Ravens, they three owed us hard. Like we got pooped on. So if we see the Ravens again in round one, then we're, I think we're out. So do you think the mutineers beat phase or Boston? No. I think the Mutineers have a chance to beat Boston, but definitely not FaZe. Uh, do you think Legion have a chance to beat uh, Optic or Surge? No. Agreed. And then do you think the Subliners have a chance to beat the Thieves or Ultra? A slim chance, but not. Like, there's a, there's always a chance, right? I like, agree. Subliners have shown flashes. Yep. They just haven't been able to dial it in when they needed to. Yeah. Kinky says very slim. Mm. Very slim. Very slim indeed. That's it for Cotton of the Games. Oh, watch. Then it's time for Wales Avengers of the Bears. And other games too. Will, what do you play last week? All right. We already talked about it. Destiny 2 getting geared up for the Witch Queen coming out tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to play tonight, but I didn't know they were starting maintenance already. So wah, wah, wah. I'm sorry to burst your bubble on that one. Can I play Halo tonight? You can. Maybe. Are you asking? Like, are you asking for permission? No, yes, honey, like, you can play. No. I was like, are they doing maintenance for their update tomorrow? Um, I mean, their update is potentially coming on Thursday. So oh, you, you, have, you have time. I mean, well, I didn't get pushed. They literally said that in the blog. I thought post. it was on the 22nd. They said. No. Resets happen on Tuesdays, but no, oh. they said that if it passes through certification, it, uh, they're thinking the earliest is the 24th. Well, then. No point to play Halo. There's no new maps. Uh, but I mean, it clear, from that from this update of our update, it sounds like we're not getting anything new anyway. No, I know. I'd I, like to be surprised, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah. So I did play in Halo Infinite um, earlier in the week. Played some ranked games with uh, Joey. Nice. Because uh, I really it's getting reset anyway, so I was like, I don't care. Um, but yeah, I. I do agree. Like I get people, maybe I don't maybe expect more maps right now, mm -hmm. but I want more maps. I'm tired of the same, same ones in rotate that are currently in rotation for competitive. Yes. Um, although I, I have to say I'm not the master of those maps yet. So more time to practice and play. Sure. But like something like when you get, you know, Aquarius CTF, then live fire oddball, and then Aquarius Slayer, and then 
live fire strongholds and then then maybe you get like a, a bizarre slayer and it, it's in the streets whatever it's just i've seen the same map so many times that it it doesn't will make me want to play longer sessions you know what i'm going to say too they should add a this is going to be crazy guys hear me out here they should add a playlist oh to halo infinite call it classic btb okay take behemoth and launch site shove it in there it's 8v8. Classic BTV. Ooh. Okay. Therefore, I never have to see those maps ever again. Um, I was going to say something. I completely forgot what it was. I'm so sorry. It's derail. Oh, um, this might be contrary to what people believe, but... I'm still in the camp where I believe they've given us more than enough XP for battle pass progression, especially if you time your two, two times XP boost. Well, the, the daily ones are definitely helpful too. Yeah. So, for sure. but there's nothing, like I said earlier, there's nothing to keep me playing for a long amount of time. Nope. So what if you flip the XP though? The more matches you play consecutively, the more XP you get. Oh, kind of like a dares of eternity situation with streaks. Yes. I just, I just want additional paths of progression. That's what I want. That's what I want. G- mm. Commendations, an overall service record, other things to work towards outside of the event pass or the battle pass. That's what I'm looking for. Justin says, you did get your social slayer playlist, but it still uses MMR and you have to play launch site and behemoth. So I avoid that playlist. Yep. This is, it feels, Justin, it feels like a beggars can't be choosers standpoint where I begged for so long to get a strictly social slayer playlist. Never got it in five. Finally got it in infinite. And yeah, it has two of the worst maps that I've ever played in a halo title and launch site and behemoth. So yes, I also don't play it. And also, I don't have a reason to if I don't have a challenge dedicated to it. Yeah. Because of the fucking challenge system. That well, has, I'm, I keep taking that it. That has been ahead. nice. Like, once I completed the battle pass, it's been freeing not having to do the challenges. Yeah. And the capstone awards still don't feel like it's enough for what you'd have to do. It's not. It so, never has been. So I was, like, all on board at first to be like, yeah, I might as well go for something while I'm playing. And I think the challenges are nice for when like nobody else is online. And I don't want to sweat and ranked because then I feel like I'm working towards something. But again, my battle pass is maxed. It's like, what's the point? So what I was hoping for too, is that, so the Tenrai event, when it came back, I was hoping, and I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I was hoping that, um, since Fiesta, because the backlash since Fiesta had been made a permanent playlist in the game, that they would take that away from being the event playlist mm. and just make it so challenges are just across the the different playlists in the game. That's what I was hoping for. So you'd continually make progress and you didn't have to play Fiesta because fuck, yep. but and that, it is what it is. All, uh, you, you talked about commendations. Justin made actually made the point in chat that I was going to make, um, which is like getting skins for kills right at mm-hmm. the end of halo five they came out with like that the pistol that, the black and red the golden red pistol skins that was fun to work towards it kept you in the game kept you playing the the challenge system and the progression system i guess you could say 
don't do that for infinite. So um, I don't know what will be changed at this point. I would like more maps just to keep the, the rotation fresh, but that's where I'm at with infinite, just playing to play, I guess. Yep. I still have fun. Like I have fun in the, in the, the competitive side of things. I don't have fun in the non-competitive side of halo. Yep. Um, played F1 2021. Oh, there was a race yeah. Sunday uh, in the Latifi league. A lot of the big hitters were out. They weren't showing up. It was my time to shine. I qualified second. I was pretty happy about that. I qualified first until like the last two minutes of, of qualifying where Josh Uwa, not this Josh, but no, not uh, me. Josh in our, uh, in our league qualified first with like point, what, like point four, three or four seconds ahead of where I qualified. And I was like, you know, my qualifying time was pretty close to my personal best. I'm just going to leave it. I'm not going to risk damaging my car, wearing tires, whatever. So we start and we go. And shortly after, like it's on the first lap and Josh spins out in first place. I'm like, here we go. I take first. I lead the fucking race for 16 of our 18 laps until after a safety car, I apparently, I don't think I got enough heat in my tires. And we go around and like the third or fourth turn, I spin out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, um, I get back in the race. I, I keep my car steady. A couple people spin out in front of me. I pass another. Um, and I still ended up in second place with Josh Joshua taken first. Um, my highest placing in the Latifi League so far. Um, I somehow after, so there was, that was the second safety car. The one I spun out on, there was one previous, which I was already on hard tires. So on worn hard tires, I got the fastest lap of the race. I don't know how it happened, but I did. That's not something you normally do on hard tires in a race, but it, it did. So I got a point for fastest lap. So still felt good. Hell yeah. You killed it. And yeah, I fucking killed it. I, 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 it's funny though. Cause like early on in the race, I probably jinxed myself, but, uh, before the first safety car, and this is another thing that sucks about safety cars is I was far ahead. Like I'm in first by like a margin that no one's catching me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, don't worry guys. I haven't spun out yet. I've spun in every race this year. And then of course it's the second to last lap. And I spin out. <laughs> it happens to the best. Of them, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and then I played rock band, uh, yeah, Saturday night I had a 30th birthday party, set up rock band in the living room. Lots of people played rock band that night and it was a fun time. I, I basically sung my voice out. I could not talk. I was talking like super low register on Sunday. It was, it was kind of insane. It was uh, a lot of fun, but it was, it was a good time. Too much of a good time, probably. Oh, well, yeah. Next morning, <laughs> definitely did not agree. Oh, yeah. It was a rough. It was a rough Sunday, folks. It was. What a fun Saturday night, though. Holy shit. <laughs> I did drink way too much. I think we all did. Yeah. I think we all did. I was telling, uh, I was telling uh, my mom and sister about this. this. is the most I think I've ever drank since having Linnea. Yeah. And that'll be three years this week. It was... It, it was fun. I was like, I was happy you guys were cutting loose and being able to do your thing. And like, oh yeah, I had a if, it was, fucking blast. Oh yeah, 
it was a, it was a good time. I was I was happy at how well the party went. Yeah, because sometimes like you throw those parties and like no one has the courage to go play rock band in front of everyone yeah. or people like go sit in their own separate corners and whatnot. Sure. This felt like, you know, everyone was gathered in the living room. We were. Everyone's yep. talking, having a good time. No one was like off by themselves. Nope. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. It was a great time. But those are the games I played this week. Josh, what about yourself? So uh, there situations during uh, this last week where I had less than ideal internet connection. Yeah. So I wanted to play some games that didn't really require an internet connection. So I played some Borderlands three. I played some doom eternal. And then I played some dragon quest 11 S definitive edition. And for dragon quest, I said, uh, I want to say that the game is actually very good and more people should play it. And it's also on game pass. Uh, this is not an ad, but the game is very good. And if you have game pass, you should play it because it's fun and it's good lighthearted plays well it's on game pass uh lost ark the craze that's sweeping the nation um since it finally released in the united states uh i started it it's fun so far and it's free so if you wanted to get in on it it is free on pc you can play it um horizon forbidden west i started it and it's fun so there's that i still haven't played the first game uh, you don't technically need to. You should, but you don't technically need to. They uh, they open the game with a with a quick rundown of what happened in the first. Sure. Um, and I, I I have watched. I watched your playthrough. Yeah. Um, I've watched other playthroughs, so I like I know what's going on. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, you I, don't need to then. Yeah. Um, for to be honest with you, I was going to finish the expansion, um, before getting into Forbidden West. But I just said, fuck it. I'm just going Why to not? West. And also, the expansion is technically a, pre- a prequel to the first game. It's like, what? who the fuck oh, cares at so that point? Yeah, yeah. Um, rock Band. I sang my heart out as well. Yeah, you did. It was a great time. I did yeah. Poker Face by, uh, from Cartman. Eric Cartman. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, Dom, you and Dom got into a couple shouting matches. I don't know what the hell is going on over there. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know what... I, I was just thinking you guys were just yelling about Rock Band. <laughs> so... I don't know what the hell happened. Didn't I say I was going to fuck him? Yeah, yeah, things got weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's Dom. Who cares? It's Dom. Um, And then Destiny 2 as well. I was prepping for Witch Queen. Um, I got all the Dares of Eternity stuff I wanted to get. Um, I got Hawkmoon today. So, yeah. And, yeah, maintenance is happening right now, so you're not able to play if you wanted to. Bummer. It is a bummer. But game's very good. Live service done right. That's all I played. Well, let's get into some shout-outs. Shout-outs to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Let's get to them. We have Antretos. Thank you for the follow. Uh, Eric with the 12-month resub. Thank you again. You get another woo! Thank you, sir, for the resub. We have Ace, uh, Classic Reflux, and Waka Chang. Thank you all for the follows as well. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy. Happy belated birthday to Jen Taylor. The, the voice of Cortana and Halsey and Cortuna in Pastana. And uh, uh, the uh, Cortana in the Paramount show. Yeah. As well. So. Do you, do you think she thing. did mocap for it? Or do you think that's a total? I think she's in the show. I think. I'm curious. That is her, right? I don't know. Fuck up. I don't fuck. I don't know either. And then congratulations to the women of Halo on raising over $10,000 to the American Heart Association. That is fucking awesome. So congratulations to all you. Good job on that initiative. That's so fucking cool. 
Community creations, Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Go check them out. Clips of the week number 145, mumbo number five by High Tech Redneck. Go check out that video. We have the Halo community spotlight for February 17th, 2022 by Alex Wakeford over on Halo Waypoint. Uh, HCS Anaheim 2022 greatest plays, moments, chokes, and highlights collection from all four streams by Devious Grunt Alliance. Go check that out. I think it's like an hour long. And then the Juked app is available now on iOS. It's no longer in alpha. It is fully available for iOS users. You can go ahead and download it now, and it's fucking cool, and you should do that. Um, and then Justin says she, uh, for Jen, Jen Taylor. Taylor, probably just a voice. Sounds good. That's it for me, Will. I'm already heartbroken about Pistola and the update, which was the lack of an update. So, but I am very much looking forward to Witch Queen. So that's gonna be fucking dope. Will, would you mind plugging the show? As always, if you're listening to us, you can find us on podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk out there on your favorite sites. Josh's is Pocket Cast. Not an ad. Uh, <laughs> hey, Pocket Cast, get the fuck at us. Give us discount codes for your uh, oh, for your Josh, subscription service. Josh is Josh is asking for codes. Okay, I mean uh, they don't listen to the show. I mean <laughs> they should. It's a great show, but I mean yeah. Um, if you want to join our community discussion, uh, just post on posts, on posts in the Discord. I don't know what... Everything goes on in the Discord. We talk about other games, Halo, uh, tournaments. There's there's just... Join the Discord. It's a good place to be. As I say, we're going to be... There, there's going to be a lot of talk about Destiny, uh, just as a forewarning. But uh, no, all, all Halo tournaments that take place, um, any type of update that comes out for the game or games in the franchise, we talk about. We have general discussion, IRL... Uh, if you're looking to play games with somebody, we got it all in there. And Marlon loves his Yu-Gi-Oh, so he's posting about Yu-Gi-Oh in there too. So join the Discord. Do it. You can find us on the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Go find us there. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. If you want to watch old VODs or YouTube videos that we have put out, find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Pro Talk. If you want to watch the live show, if you're listening and you're not here now, Go to twitch.tv slash HGSProTalk. You can uh, find everything HGSProTalk on our website, HGSProTalk.com, with a link to our merch in the top right corner. As Josh mentioned earlier in the show, we have stickers now and a couple other items on there if you're interested. Bada bing, bada boom. Stickers. I love stickers. Don't forget to go to HaloPodcast.com, your home for Halo, and check out the Evolved crew. If you want to listen to their shows, they have uh, shows titled Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Book Club, Builds with Blocks, and Halo Headlines. And we have our own little section on there now, too. So go check out halopodcast.com. Your home for Halo. And that's all I got, Josh. Well, thank you so much for reading through that. I greatly appreciate it, as always. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 223 of HGS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. If you're tuning into the live show, hope you had a great time. Um, we had a great time. If you're listening to this while you're doing whatever you're doing, uh, mowing your lawn, if you're in the warmer states or in the warmer parts of the world, if you're shoveling snow like we are about to be doing oh, um, remind me. over the next couple of days, if you were just taking the greatest shit of your life, you know, if you just eating dinner, 
You know, if, if whatever the fuck you're doing, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to us and me scream a lot. That's and will give me side eyes for me screaming a lot. Um, no, we appreciate it a shit ton. It means a lot. And, uh, we wouldn't be where we are without you. So thank you so much for taking the time. We'll be back next week to talk about who the hell knows what else is going to happen. Uh, we'll probably talk about witch queen, try to stay away from spoilers and, uh, we'll see what roster shit happens because I bet roster mania is going to keep on rocking yeah. along. Don't think it's over yet. I don't think so either guys. It's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week, but until then 